Hello and welcome to Awaken with Erica Jade, the podcast that takes you on a journey of self-discovery and transformation. I'm your host, Erica Jade, a certified holistic health coach, Reiki master, yoga teacher, NASM personal trainer, and former NFL cheerleader. Here we are all about diving deep and getting real while embracing a holistic approach to health, spirituality, and lifestyle. Each episode, I'll be taking you through expert interviews and personal stories that are packed with insights, tips, and practical tools for awakening your mind, body, and soul. My goal is to help you align with your authentic self and create a life filled with joy, purpose, and abundance. So if you're ready to transform your life and unlock your true potential, then let's get started. Prepare to awaken. Welcome back to another episode of Awaken with Erica Jade. Today's episode has been inspired by a sign that I have at the bottom of my stairs. I see this every single day before I leave the house. It says, have a mind that is open to everything and attached to nothing. The sign is a gentle reminder of the importance of separating yourself and your emotions from your goals and your desired outcomes. And some might know this guiding principle as the law of detachment. The Law of Detachment is a universal spiritual principle. It was written about by Deepak Chopra in his book, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, and it states that in order to manifest our desires, we must release the attachment to the outcome itself as well as the path we might take to get there. It stresses the importance of allowing yourself and others the freedom to be who they are and to not force solutions and allow the solutions to spontaneously emerge. According to the second truth of the Four Noble Truths in Buddhist teachings and advice from psychologists around the world, we create our own suffering through the desire to control outcomes and people. But if we can learn and apply the art of letting go in our lives, we can free ourselves from this suffering and find peace and happiness. I really wanted to share this today because I have seen the benefits of practicing detachment in my own life firsthand. So I wanted to share this with you because it might be something you might want to practice in your own life and test out. Some of the benefits to practicing detachment can include reduced negative emotions like anxiety, anger, jealousy, sadness, fear, vanity. Those can all be reduced through practicing detachment. You might also get a new perspective on life because detaching helps you to look at your life objectively so you can gain greater clarity on what's real and what's your perceived reality. You can also have a better ability to focus more on what you have rather than what you don't have so it can bring you greater appreciation for what you do have. You can have healthier and more fulfilling relationships, including your relationship with yourself, which is arguably the most important relationship that you will ever have. You can improve your self-image, have greater self-esteem, and improve your feelings of worthiness. It can bring you greater peace of mind. It can improve your energy levels because you'll have less fatigue from trying to hold on to things and waste vital energy 
on things you can't control. It can improve your sleep quality because you won't be worrying about things that you can't control all night anymore and letting your mind run on autopilot. There are so many benefits to practicing detachment. It would be foolish not to give it a try and just try it out. Just see how it feels and what kind of benefits you can get from practicing this in your own life. So let's get into it. I'm going to teach you exactly what detachment is and how to practice the law of detachment. We'll talk about some of the roadblocks that you might come across along your path and some ways to start practicing detachment in your life today. Now, practicing detachment does not mean separating yourself from the world and becoming a hermit, okay? I don't want you to feel like I'm telling you to go and hide and detach yourself from the world around you because that is not the case at all. Your goal isn't to become less involved in the world around you, but to change the way that you react to it. If you become so immersed in what's happening to you and to the world around you and you grow attached to certain outcomes, you're ultimately going to find yourself overwhelmed exhausted, and most likely disappointed. For example, imagine you're going to an interview for your dream job and you think it went really, really well. You just came out of the interview, you call your best friend or your partner or your parents and you're like, oh my gosh, I think I got the job. I think that went really, really well. And you start believing that you have this new job and you are so set on the fact that you think that you just landed your dream job. So you're expecting to get a call with an offer And then you're extremely disheartened when you get an email instead from the hiring manager thanking you for your time and letting you know that they decided to go with another candidate. That's pretty rough. If you had your heart set on that position and you were like, well, this is what I want and now I don't have it, you're going to be heartbroken. Or maybe you had your heart set on going to a certain college so much that it felt like your stomach dropped to the floor when you got a rejection letter from them. Or what about your first time being intimate with someone new and it ended up being far less pleasurable than you had hoped or anticipated it would be? Yeah, those are just a few examples of how attaching yourself to certain outcomes can lead to less satisfaction and more suffering in your life. It's okay to feel disappointment when things don't work out as you'd hoped, but by practicing healthy detachment, you're able to see the light in situations where you may have hoped for a different outcome. The idea is to make your desires wants and not needs. When you need something, there is that sense of, if I don't have this, then I'm going to suffer. If you want something, it's okay, it'd be great if I had it, it's okay if I don't. When we desire something or someone to be a certain way, we have difficulty accepting anything other than what we had hoped for. So why is this arguably the hardest spiritual law to put into practice? Well, most of us don't want to part with the things that we love. We don't want to part with the idea that we have in our head of this outcome that is like the only outcome we could imagine for ourselves. And we're so set on it. And we say, that's the best choice for me. And we forget that there might be something better out there. We grip on to those things so tightly and we can't fathom losing them. Whether it's a material item or a relationship or a career or even our physical appearance, it's important to remember that nothing in life is permanent. Things get lost, relationships end, you'll change jobs or retire from your career at some point, and our bodies will inevitably age. Unhealthy attachment can lead to a lot of mental and emotional anguish. When we choose to concentrate our energy on keeping things, we forget the abundance of the universe. There's always more out there for us. 
Anything that is quote unquote taken from us will inevitably be replaced with something equal or better than what we had before. You have to have faith that the universe, God, infinite intelligence, whatever you refer to, that it will provide you with exactly what you need at the exact time that you need it. That's why whenever you're trying to manifest something or you're praying for something, it's important to ask, I would like this or something better. Now, you're probably thinking, how the heck do I actually practice detachment? First, you have to accept impermanence. Everything in our material existence has a beginning and an ending. Houses, cars, jobs, nations, relationships, titles, family, and even our physical body all have an expiration date. And yes, I'll admit, at first this might sound a little depressing, but it actually can be pretty liberating. Nothing lasts forever, the good or the bad. When we accept the impermanence of all things, we can learn to practice more gratitude and appreciation for those things for the time that we do have them. It's important to remember that you are a spiritual being having a human experience. Let me say that again. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. You are not your material belongings. You aren't even your body. You have a body. We all age and our bodies change over time. Aging is an unavoidable part of life, so enjoy your body today because this, right now, this very moment, is the youngest it will ever be again. When it comes time for your soul to pass on from this lifetime, you will be leaving all of your material belongings behind and that includes your body. It's almost like your soul is borrowing these material things for your time here on earth. They're here for you to enjoy, but they're not yours to keep. The next step in practicing detachment is to tame the ego. Your ego is your false self. It is also known as the I maker. So anything that you're labeling I, me, whatever you're labeling to be yourself, that's the ego talking. It thrives on labels and pieces together your personal identity to define who you believe that you are and what you project to the rest of the world. When we let our ego run the show, it likes to cling on to labels like a job title, a social status, or even a belief system to identify with. So if you were to lose your job, for example, you might experience an identity crisis if you had identified yourself with your career. I experienced this along with many of my teammates when we stopped cheering for the NFL because I honestly didn't realize how much I identified as Erica, the NFL cheerleader, until I was no longer a part of that world. This just goes to show that most of the things that we identify with are not our true selves. They're not something that can hold to be true forever. They have an end date, so therefore they're not our true selves. They're part of the ego. Think of them like temporary labels that our ego picks up and wears like name tags throughout our lives. It's like Eckhart Tolle once said, you can only lose something that you have, but you cannot lose something that you are. So if it's something that you can lose, then it's not your true self. So that's the second step, to reel in the ego. The third step in practicing detachment is to embrace uncertainty. Ironically, I actually have the words embrace uncertainty tattooed on my inner arm, and I didn't really fully comprehend this whole concept when I had gotten that tattoo. I just, it meant something to me. It just really resonated with me at the time, and I guess this is why. So embracing uncertainty is all about surrendering to lack of predictability about a situation. This can be difficult because our ego craves stability and certainty to feel safe and secure. 
You can tell when your ego is trying to protect you because you'll kind of feel yourself trying to control the environment rather than surrendering to what is. So when you're feeling that need for control, that's the ego talking. Just tell it to take a back seat and try to step back and surrender to what is. This reminds me of my grandma's favorite saying, que será será, which is Spanish for whatever will be, will be. In order to practice detachment, you really have to lead into the uncertainty of life and put your faith in the universe. The fourth and final step to starting to practice detachment is to fully commit to letting go. The Sanskrit mantra for the law of detachment is Om Anadam Nama, which means my actions are blissfully free from attachment to outcome. This mantra energetically captures the essence and letting go of how we think that things should be. It's the ultimate act of surrender, not in the sense of giving up, but rather releasing our need to control or manipulate the end result. You have to focus on what you can control and let go of the rest. So if you're really ready to start practicing detachment, you have to accept impermanence, you have to tame your ego, embrace uncertainty, and then start committing to letting go. Some areas where you might want to start practicing this detachment are your relationships, your relationship with material things, past experiences, your work and career identity, like I mentioned earlier, and during manifestation. If you're trying to manifest something in your life or something into your life, then you really, really have to get familiar with this law of detachment. When it comes to romantic relationships, we have to remember that our partners are their own person. We can't control their actions or even their reactions. If you go into a conversation with your partner and you expect them to react a certain way and then they react a little bit different than you had hoped or maybe totally opposite of what you had hoped, you're actually inducing your own suffering because of your expectations. When you let go of your expectations, you'll be better able to accept the person for who they are rather than trying to control or change them. Detaching from your desired response allows you to listen with more compassion and for you both to communicate with more clarity. This doesn't just apply to romantic relationships too. I need to be clear about that because this can go for friendships. This can go for family. It can go for coworkers. When you learn to let go of expectations of other people, your relationships will improve dramatically. If you've ever tried to give unsolicited advice to a friend about their relationship and then got frustrated because they did the complete opposite of what you had suggested, then you know what I'm talking about. Now, when it comes to detaching yourself from material things, you don't necessarily need to become a total minimalist. You can still have and enjoy material things. There's not a problem with that. The important thing to be aware of here is how you value the belongings in your possession. So maybe try focusing on what is essential to you and then get rid of the rest. Cleaning out your space can help you eliminate distractions and find more joy in the things that do matter most. Also, take the time to notice how the thought of losing a material belonging makes you feel. If you would be distraught over the loss of something in your possession, maybe revisit your relationship with that object. Appreciate what you have while you have it, and remember that your belongings are not what makes you whole. You are not your belongings. Your belongings are temporary things that you're holding on to for however long you have them in your possession. So be aware of how you're attaching yourself to these material things. Now, detaching from past experiences involves leaving the past in the past and focusing completely on your present reality. Focusing too much on your past steals time and attention away from your present and ultimately your future. 
If you ever find your mind wandering back to the past, maybe it's a past memory, good or bad, or whatever it is, try practicing mindfulness through things like meditation, breath work, yoga. You can even do a walking meditation. You can do a five senses exercise where you call out things that your five senses can recognize in the present moment. All of these things can help bring you back to the present. A common reason that the mind wanders to the past is because of feelings of regret. I like to refer to regret as holding on to a false reality of what could have been had you chosen a different path and then grieving the perceived loss of that opportunity. That's my own definition of regret. The perceived loss of the opportunity is the key though, because you never really lose an opportunity. If you choose something and you go down a certain path, that other opportunity never really existed for you. You just perceive that it was there and that you chose something different, but you don't actually know what that opportunity could have been. You don't know the full reality of that situation because you're not there. So stop regretting that you made a certain decision way back when because you did the best thing that you knew for yourself at the time. Hear me when I say you are exactly where you need to be. Things may not always go according to your plan, but trust that the universe's plan is far better than anything that you could have imagined for yourself. The universe has got it figured out for you, okay? You just have to trust and have faith that it's going to be figured out. So whatever you feel like you missed out on, the mistakes that you made, the what-ifs and could-have-beens, let it go. Let that shit go. I promise you that you'll feel so much lighter once you let it all go. Your future is counting on you today and your presence in this very moment. So be present. Stop living in the past. Let it go. The last thing that I want to mention is the importance of detaching yourself from your desired outcomes, especially when manifesting. If you're trying to manifest something into your life, you've got to learn how to set your intentions and then focus on the process of aligning yourself with your desires while leaving the rest up to the universe to actually make it happen. Set it and forget it. A perfect example of this is my recent move. For those of you who don't know, I had been living in West Virginia for the past few months. And to be very honest and vulnerable with you, my mental health was struggling. I wasn't close to any of my friends or family. It was limiting the growth of my business, and I just didn't feel good there. It didn't feel like good energy to me to be where I was. So I had said that I wanted to move back to Virginia, but I really didn't have any set timeline or plans to make that happen. We ended up touring a townhome that we loved, but it had six other applicants on it. So I didn't get my hopes up. I was just like, oh, yeah, this would be great. It's beautiful. It's exactly the location that I would love to be living in. And the address, the number of the house is 44471. So angel numbers and then 17 in reverse, which is one of my favorite numbers. So I was like, uh, address would be ideal. And, you know, I just kind of said, yeah, hey, universe, if you want to gift me with this, that would be cool. If not, it's all right. I'll find something else and it'll happen when it's meant to happen. So I left it up to the universe or to God or again, whatever you want to say. And I just went on with my life. I didn't think anything of it. We put in the application. And then a few days later, to my surprise, we get an email saying our application was approved by the landlord and that we could move in in two weeks. I'm actually recording this from my new office in said townhome, and I couldn't be happier. I'm so happy. It feels so good being here. I'm still working on unpacking and settling in and everything, but I already feel so much better, and I have noticed a significant shift in my energy. 
That just goes to show you, if you ask for what you want and you keep your mind open to all the opportunities out there, the universe will present you with the best option possible to make it happen whenever it is meant to happen. That's all for this episode. I hope you take these words to heart and start practicing detachment in all the areas of your life. Have a mind that is open to everything and attached to nothing. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of Awaken with Erica Jade. I hope this conversation provided you with valuable insights and tools to help guide you on your journey towards awakening. If you enjoyed the show, please make sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode and please take a moment to leave a review. The more reviews that we have, the more the podcast is shown to new listeners. So I greatly appreciate you helping me reach as many people as possible. Also, if you know someone who could benefit from this conversation, spread the love and share it with them. Remember, you have the power within you to create the life that you desire. So keep going and keep growing on your path to awakening. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.